Hello, this is Zandi Hicks. This podcast is called Bold, Brave, and Daring because, well, that's already inside of you. You can choose to be bold, brave, and daring every day of your life. And this podcast teaches you how to walk through life with God, Him showing you how to become bold, brave, and daring. This podcast is like letters from God Himself. So stay tuned because I know that He wants to speak right to you. is letter 15 and this letter starts out with screw tape asking wormwood do we want to encourage this or to keep him worried now this letter starts out talking about the war and whether they should lull the patient's anxieties or encourage him to not be afraid anymore it goes on to say tortured fear and stupid confidence are both desirable states of mind which is just interesting. It's like, okay, do we encourage him to be worried or to not even think about the war and just to keep going on with life? So then he goes on to talk about how God designed time and how he designed it and why he designed it the way he did. Starting to read, it says, The humans live in time, but our enemy destines them to eternity. He therefore, I believe, wants them to attend chiefly to two things, to eternity itself and to that point of time which they call the present. For the present is the point at which time touches eternity. Of the present moment, and of it only, humans have an experience analogous to the experience which our enemy has of reality as a whole. In it alone, freedom and actuality are offered to them. He would therefore have them continually concerned either with eternity, which means being concerned with him, or with the present, either meditating on their eternal union with or separation from God, or the enemy as they refer to him, or else obeying the present voice of conscience, bearing the cross, receiving the present grace, giving thanks for the present pleasure. So that's basically saying we need to focus on eternity and the present because our present affects eternity. And focusing on God, receiving his grace, giving thanks, bearing the present cross or the trial or the trough, as referred to in the past letters, those are all gifts that we have when we focus in the present. It continues to say, our business is to get them away from the eternal and from the present. With this in view, we sometimes tempt a human, say a widow or a scholar, to live in the past, but this is of limited value for they have some real knowledge of the past and it has a determinate nature and to that extent resembles eternity. It is far better to make them live in the future. Biological necessity makes all their passions point in that direction already. So that thought about the future inflames hope and fear. It also is unknown to them. So that in making them think about it, we can make them think of unrealities. In a word, the future is, of all things, the least like eternity. It is the most completely temporal part of time. For the past is frozen and no longer flows, and the present is all lit up with eternal rays. Hence the encouragement we have given to all those schemes of thought, such as creative evolution, scientific humanism, or communism, which fix men's affections on the future, on the very core of temporality. So, I know that was a lot of reading, but it's all so interesting. It's saying the way that the enemy tricks us, and the demons trick us, is by getting us to fear our future. It's unknown, which makes us question it. It's true. 
I mean, what it said about the past being frozen. So it's easier to focus not on the past, but on our future. But I think a lot of people get stuck in the past, too. And it's like, it's never going to change. You got to move on. And you got to hope for what you have today. And the future does bring hope. But I think in the last two years, I mean, it, it, the future has been, you know, shaken up so much. It's like, okay, it's made us fearful of the future. And we cannot be led by fear as believers. Because perfect love casts out fear. And God is perfect love. We never have to be afraid of the unknown. Because God already knows what's going to happen in our future. He's God. He doesn't even exist in time. So our privilege is that we get to live in the present. And we get to enjoy our every day and focus on God. It's a gift. It goes on to say, Gratitude looks to the past and love to the present. Fear, avarice, lust, and ambition looks ahead. So we have to focus on today. We have to focus on the gratitude that we have of the past that we've had and love to the present. And then it says something really interesting. It goes on to say, The enemy, or God, does not want men to give the future their hearts, to place their treasure in it. We do. The demons do. His ideal is a man who, having worked all day for the good of posterity, washes his mind of the whole subject, commits the issue to heaven, and returns at once to the patience or gratitude demanded by the moment that is passing over him. So we have to be grateful for the present that we have. And whatever struggle we've had today, we kind of just have to give it to God and then go on and enjoy the moment that we have. It goes on to say, but we want a man hag-ridden by the future, haunted by visions of an imminent heaven or a hell upon earth, ready to break the enemy's commands in the present if by doing so we make him think that he can attain the one or avert the other, dependent for his faith on the success or failures of schemes whose end he will not live to see. We want a whole race perpetually in pursuit of the rainbow's end, never honest, nor kind, nor happy now, but always using as mere fuel wherewith to heap the altar of the future every real gift which is offered to them in the present. Wow. So that's saying the trap is there's always striving for your future, so much that you ignore the present. It literally said, not happy now because the future is more important. That, that one is convicting because it's really hard to enjoy the present sometimes, like thinking about our future. I mean, I get worried about it. Like, will we have enough? Will we be enough? Will we be successful? All of the things that we see that we think, I want to have that one day and I want to be that one day. But then we don't even focus on our present. And we need to live in the present. That's why God gave us this moment and we can have feelings and have thoughts and have grace and happiness and enjoy the moments that we're in. It's all a gift. And honestly, None of those things that I said, like, that can be worried about in the future. None of those things outside of how we're affecting eternity and our relationship with God matter. It doesn't. It says at the end of this letter, If he is aware, the patient, if he is aware that horrors may be in store for him and is praying for the virtues wherewith to meet them, and meanwhile concerning himself with the present, because there and there alone all duty, all grace, all knowledge and all pleasure dwell. His state is very undesirable and should be attacked at once. So 
That's basically saying that we can live peacefully and happily by living in the present. When we're not worried about our future or our past, and when we live in our present state, all duty, grace, knowledge, and pleasure will be with us. It's amazing. Amazing. We can live freely, and we can live with peace in our present, because our future is already taken care of by God. And dwelling on it isn't going to change it. Thinking about it and worrying about it all the time isn't going to change it. So how can we live today in the present? Like today, we had a snow day, and it was awesome and super fun. And I'm so grateful that we got the opportunity to play and have fun and be with people and just enjoy our present time. So I hope you got to do that as well. I hope you find opportunities like this week and this year of how you can have fun and enjoy the present and give thanks to God and, you know, be filled with knowledge and all duty and just grace and peace and love and all of the things that come with the Holy Spirit. I hope that you can have those things in the present because you're looking for them, you're feeling them, you're asking God to show you them every single day of your life, every single hour, every single moment, just enjoying his presence in the present. And I will talk to you guys in letter 16. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. Bold, Brave, and Daring is all about making you bold, brave, and daring like I say, because it's already inside of you and God wants to show that to you. So if you have any questions, please DM me, message me. I would love to hear your questions or about what God has done in your life. So let me know comments and I love you. And I hope that you have a wonderful week.